from San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about how to answer that timeless question of what do we do? And this quote from Anonymous kind of sums up what we're going to be talking about today and that you define what is important to you by who you spend your time with and how you spend your time with them. And we're going to be digging into that, but we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug, and this yes. week's show is no different. This week's hug is sponsored by One Extraordinary Marriages. Connect like you did when you first met. 101 Proven Questions for Couples, free book offer. And you can check this out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash freeconnect. You know, in this episode, we're going to be talking all about relational intimacy, how the two of you can, can be around each other, talk about each other, how you can come up with creative ideas on what to do together. But right? all of this stems from, from asking and answering questions, right? It right. starts with the question that Tony said, what do we, what do we do? Right. And the great thing about connect like you did is that there are pages where the two of you can really just dig into it. I think I counted it up. I think there's like 10 or 12 questions right around this whole idea of how are we going to spend time together? Smack dab pretty much in the middle of the book. And you know, what better way to get started on this journey towards more relational, relational intimacy, if I could spit out the words, than to have your own soft cover copy of connect like you did when you first met, get it delivered to you. So this is your opportunity to get connect like you did when you first met mailed to you along with four digital bonuses. Limited quantities are available. So get yours today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash free connect. And this hug came to us via a Facebook post. And it said, I have been listening to the one podcast for about a year now and have finally caught up and just want to say, I love you guys. Mm. You really made me see things clearer in my marriage. And I have strategies to use in real life situations that I can relate to. We've made time for date night once a month. Got that idea from you guys. Nice. Time to get away from the kids and just relax and talk. Thank you for your great ideas and advice. We are on our way to the hashtag next level. Love that. Love, yes. love it when you guys, well, you know, whether post it on Facebook, you put a review on iTunes, you just share it with your friends. What you guys are doing is making a difference, not just in your marriage, but in the marriages of those around you and sure your friends are. that you tag on Instagram and say, hey, check these guys out because we appreciate it. But more importantly, they appreciate it because you're making an impact. You're saying, hey, these guys worked for us. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll work for you. So like Tony said at the start of the show, you know, there's that age old question of what do we do? Right, and I can't tell you how many times in the first years of our marriage, Tony and I would play out the scenario, especially when the kids were little, of the babysitters in the house, the kids are all situated, we're sitting in the car in the driveway. Now we had maybe we were still in the garage. Half the time, though, we couldn't get my car in the garage, so most likely we were in the driveway. Most likely, yes. Car is running. We're all ready to go, and we sit there and we start the. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I, I don't know. Just just pick something like the babysitter's inside. Like, where are we going to go tonight? Whatever you want to do, honey. I'm, <sighs> I'm okay. Let's just go somewhere. I roll big old exasperated sigh. For, for some, <laughs> an argument ensues. You know, been there, done that. And, and you know, it's almost 
it's it's funny now. Right. We can laugh about it. We that can now. laugh now, but we know some of you, this was like the last date night you went on a couple of days ago mm-hmm. or maybe even last night. And you know, it's one of those things where when you were dating, I mean, like I remember when Tony and I were dating, there was no shortage of creative ideas, right? That what do you want to do would always be met with, oh, well, let's go do this, right? I mean, we could make date night at midnight and Taco Bell. I mean, no, just so you all know, we met when we were in college. So date night at Taco Bell at midnight, like that was a big deal to us. Right. Right. I remember, and I actually looked it up on the map. I remember one time because we met in Colorado, Tony took me up to this place called Left Hand Canyon. I'm like, is that the name that he gave it or is that really a place? No, it's really a place. That's what it's called. Right. And and we would just go there and talk and that was a date. Yeah. The drives or the, the walks. It's, it's interesting though, you, you bring that up. It's like early love, anything you could take and you're just like, ooh, that's a date night or that's a date and we just went out on a date and as we get married, man, that sure does shift. Like the, the, the perception of what a date needs to be to be considered a, and I'll, and I'll do little quotes around this. The air quotes, a yeah. date, there are some specific expectations around that. Well, and you know, when you're, when you're in that pre-marriage stage, Right. I'm going to call because we're talking about dating after right. marriage and that, that, you know, um, relational intimacy in that pre-marriage stage, right? You're just like, oh, let's try this. Let's do, you know, let's do this. And you get really creative. And then all of a sudden, you know, shockingly, you get married, right? Like, bam, came out of nowhere. And then your dating life for a lot of folks suddenly like comes grinding to a halt. Mm-hmm. What do we want to do? Oh, let's go to Home Depot and let's go grocery shopping. Or my favorite. Done those. Let's well, and for those of you that have kids, I'll be honest. Sometimes just being able to be in the grocery store by yourself and not have to like say no a thousand times to everything that's getting put in the grocery cart, it can it can most definitely be a date. Get a coffee on your way in. Just enjoy the quiet of the two of you. I'm not disputing that that cannot be a date. However, what we're talking about here is when like that's the only way that the two of you date each other. Or date night has become so routine that it's like dinner at the same restaurant, ordering the same food every single time. time. Right. Right. There's no anticipation. There's no excitement. It, it just becomes this routine, stale experience. And you're kind of like, why would I want to spend time with you? Mm-hmm. Right. Th- there's none of that intimacy that says, how, how do we do this? Right. What are we doing together? Right. It's like before you got married, you had all these ideas and then life and bills and kids and responsibility like sucked the creativity out of you. Right. And now this year, because we're going next level, we got to have a vision moving forward. Right. We need to have an idea of what we're going to do this year. Middle of January when this is coming out, what are you going to do? Like like the hug said, we planned a date for every month. Recreational Intimacy 101. Already putting it out there. Boom. We're we're, we're planning out what we're going to do. And so what we want to share here today are ways that you guys can sit down this week and really have a vision for what it's going to be like throughout this year. What does this look like? And and Elise and I will go through um, some some strategies with you guys so you can do this and share what we want to do even on, on our dates Throughout this year. So the big one starting out, though, I will say, 
How many times do you want to go out in each month? Right. And, and, you know, all of these different things. I mean, we talk about relational intimacy. We actually take it one step further and call it recreational intimacy. Right. Right. Because it's how do you recreate together? Right. When we're not talking about the chores and we're not talking about the stuff with the kids. What is it that the two of you do together? What do you love doing together? Or what do you want to try to do together? Because, you know, what we... Getting out of your comfort zone, right? I mean... Elise and I have learned a ton about each other over 20 years. And part of it was me personally having to just get out of my own way and just go, let's just try this. Mm -hmm. Let's just go try it. I, uh, you know, in my head, I'll tell you guys, honestly, truthfully, oh gosh, this is going to be horrible. This isn't going to be any fun. You know, mindset can change your attitude. And I look back now and I go, man, I should have just been like, let's go, let's have fun. Whatever it is, I'm going to make the most out of it. Hey, I can do something at least once. And that attitude could have been a life changer in our marriage early on. Well, and you know, I think back to one of the first, when we really started to focus on this, one of the first things that Tony and I did was we went and got pedicures together. Now, you know, there are a lot of guys out there going, I would never in a million years get a pedicure. Guys, I'm telling you, try it once. It's kind of nice to have your feet in a warm bubble bath. You know, somebody else massaging your feet, right? I mean, yeah, you're sitting in there and there's probably a ton of women in there, but they're all looking at your wife going, man, look at her husband, right? Because here's a guy that's with his wife and they're just spending time together. Right? There's so much to be learned in this place of, of building your recreational intimacy. I mean, we've been talking each week about the intimacy wheel. And again, you can come to the show notes here and pick up the intimacy wheel and just kind of take stock this week of where this segment of your wheel, how that's rolling. Right. Right? Because it's not, for as a married couple, it's not just about getting your chores done. It's not just about filling up the to-do list or, you know, checking off every single box on a Saturday because, you know, guess what? We got all the jobs done. It's not about plopping your butt in front of the TV. Right? It's about making memories. When you were dating and you would do all of those things, be it, you know, let's just go get coffee at midnight or let's go, let's go sit, you know, and watch the sunset or I just want to hold your hand and walk around the park. Right, you were building this like warehouse of memories. You are. Your marriage still needs to have all of those types of memories. And in today's day and age with Facebook and Instagram and and the ability to save our pictures to the cloud and everything, wow. What what an opportunity we have. And and it it really hit me here because you know, back in the day we had to use film. And we don't even look at those pictures anymore. You know, we pull them out every so often, but mm-hmm. the ability to go out and just see a sunset, watch watch the stars one evening, um, the ability to to capture those so you can look at them, put them on your screensavers, and and yeah, you know what? We we talk a lot about hey, get off your phones during these moments and times, and yet hey, to snap a photo to be able to have that up on your desk, on your home screen. So whenever you're you're in that place where you're just like, man, that's my beautiful wife. You know, that's that's my hot husband. You know, what an ability we have to do that today. Well, my lock screen, and just as an aside, because this is one place where Tony and I really stepped our up stepped up our recreational intimacy um, in 2016 was we went to Peru for our 20th wedding anniversary. And we snapped a photo of our hands. 
It's just our hands. We snapped a photo of our hands looking down on the, you know, quintessential Machu Picchu picture, right? So it's the rings that we got from Minter and Richter mm-hmm. last year, our 20th wedding anniversary rings. They're superimposed on Machu Picchu. And that's my home, my home screen and my lock screen, right? That's what I see. Why? Because that was such a time of connection for the two of us. It was such an adventure. It was so outside of our comfort zone, right? And just that memory of that time, right? And I do want to just to piggyback on what you were saying about all of the digital and cloud and things like that. I would challenge you guys this year as you are taking your marriage to the next level that when you string a bunch of these adventures together, that you actually get them out of the cloud and be it via Shutterfly or whatever your favorite photo book app is, that you take those pictures and and you create a tangible keepsake for them. I mean, this this is where you take that recreational intimacy to the next level because here, Tony and I had this amazing experience for our 20th wedding anniversary. And then for Christmas, I created an, a Shutterfly book mm-hmm. yeah, for him. So we've, it's a coffee table book, it. right? We can flip through and we can relive it. Why? Because when you relive the memories of those times that you choose to be intimate, it fosters those same feelings, right? It fosters the the positive feelings towards your spouse, the remember when, the oh my gosh, you know, like, I mean, we had never seen um, guinea pig as a food, mm-hmm. right? right? In Peru, it, that's what they eat, right? Kui. It's like kiwi on a stick. It's, you know, basically it's like hot dog on a stick, but kiwi, yeah. guinea pig. And so I've got this, you know, a couple of pictures of the kiwi throughout this. And it makes me laugh every time I see it because I'm like, wow, I couldn't, like that was the one thing I couldn't try because it was just way too outside my comfort zone. But we joke about it. And that's that's what building this recreational intimacy is. It's saying, you know what? What are we going to do together? Let's not struggle with the question of what do you want to do, right? Let's not have that, that battle of wills in the car or for vacation or going out to eat, right? Let's get a game plan so that we know ahead of time and not only do we have a game plan for the night, but, but we have a game plan for our spouse, mm-hmm. right? Because here's the thing, too much time is being wasted on having these conversations going back and forth. That don't get you any further ahead than where you are now. Mm-hmm. Let's get it set up now, right? This is why we're bringing it up this month, beginning of the year, so we can put this stuff down, we can share it with our spouses And we can start planning out. So next month, or even this month, if you haven't gone out on that date, it's like, hey, this is what we're going to do. We've already talked about it. Let's just set it up. Let's roll. Next month, the month after, the month after, the month after. That way you guys aren't spending all this energy and time of, oh, what should we do? What should we not do? Hey, for and and I'm going to just share this. Elisa and I go on multiple dates a month. Minimum, we're going to do one. Minimum. Most likely we're doing two or three, just depending on what's happening on our schedule. Some of them are just, we're going to just go grab a meal and hang out. Others are going to be like some that we're going to share here in a little bit, which are more involved. Mm -hmm. So it helps us though to know that this is what we're going to do this month because some of them require us purchasing tickets, needing to get somewhere, needing to go onto Groupon or some other site to get that ticket to do the event. And Mm -hmm. some of them are season specific, like I'm not going to take Elisa paddle boarding in the middle of winter, even though it's beautiful here in San Diego. I'm, we're just not going to go in the middle of winter 
down paddleboarding. We're going to wait to do that one in the summer. when That's it's, like an August-September thing when, when it's, it's hot. When it's just gorgeous outside and the sun is shining and the water feels good in the bay, you know. That, so we're going to share some of those. Well, and, you know, ultimately what it comes down to when you're fostering a recreational intimacy is that you want to build a vibrant marriage instead of just tolerating a stale one. Right. And so we want to share with you some ways that you can infuse excitement into your marriage this week and to really take your recreational intimacy to the next level. But before we do that, I just want to make sure that you don't miss out on your chance to get your free copy of Connect Like You Did When You First Met 101 Proven Questions for Couples. Like I said at the beginning of the show, this book has questions dealing with each of the intimacies, including 10 plus questions on dating one another also known as recreational intimacy. So get yours today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash free connect. So, you know, here we are. What are you going to do this week to foster the recreational intimacy and take your marriage to the next level? First thing you guys need to do is you need to look at your last few dates, right? You know, have you been doing the same thing? Is date night dinner and a movie where we just stare at the screen and we don't actually talk to each other? Do you even remember your last date. And I ask this question because it's amazing how many of the couples that I coach, when I ask them that, they kind of look at each other like, ooh, that's a tough question. And I will say this, so too. If you got littles and you're doing, again, we did this when the kids were young. Mm-hmm. We'd get the kids to bed and we would do a picnic date in our living room. Hey, if that's your date right now, that that counts. Absolutely. You, you're, you're making it happen. And, and kudos to you guys for doing that. Because when they're little and maybe you don't have a babysitter or somebody who come, man, you got to find those opportunities and those are dates and you need to cherish those. You need to, you, you need to make those memories right there. I don't care if it's in your house or in your backyard or looking at the fire and in the stars. One of the couple that I'm coaching with, we were actually just talking about this the other day on our strategy session and you know, the wife, the wife wants to date and you know, because they have young children and things like that, they're not always able to get out, you know, just by the time you pay for a babysitter and dinner out, you're like, ah, and so I looked at her husband, I'm like, just pull the candles out on the island and call it a date or put them on the dining room table. Put out the fancy plates instead of your regular everyday plates. And she, just that simple idea of saying, you know what, we can call it a date at home, it, be intentional about it and just do something a little bit different was enough to light her up like the 4th of July. And I looked at him and I said, you better run with that because she's so excited about the idea. Just call it a date and do something special at home. Right. You know, the next thing that you need, both need to do and all of my coaching clients who are listening to this week's show have been hearing a lot about this because it's a great thing to do at the start of the year. And we actually just did ourselves is the top 10 list, right? And for those of you that have ever picked up the copy um, of the first book that we wrote, Stripped Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage, you know that this is in there. But we have a whole bunch of you that are brand new listeners and have never heard us talk about this. So the top 10 list, it's seriously, it's the simplest thing that you can do. You each grab a sheet of paper, you write the numbers one to 10, and this will be the only time that you ever hear Tony and I say that you get to be selfish, and it's only for the first part of this exercise. One to 10, you write down 10 things. You can do this, I just want to say this, you can do this for any area of your marriage, but we're talking about date night ideas. You write down 10 things that you would want to do on a date night, not 10 things that you think your husband wants you to put on your list so that he'll be happy for date night. No, no, no. Only you. So like for me... I only made a list of 10 things that I want to do. And Tony made a list of 10 things that he wanted to do. He wants to do. Right. And we're actually going to share some of those. We haven't, we were talking about this yesterday as we were preparing for the show. And he's like, do you want to hear my list? I'm like, not until we get on the show. But here's the thing. You take those lists, right? And then you swap them 
with the other person. Now I have mine on Wonderlist, which is an app that I know a lot of you use. It's a great way because I can actually share it with Tony and then he's got it, whatever. Or you do it on paper, wherever you keep it. But here's the thing. When it's your month to plan or your date to plan, you use what's on your spouse's list to plan a date that they're going to be super excited about. And if you're doing this together and you're sitting down and you guys are, you're, you're, you're casting the vision for what this year's dates are going to look like, this might be that time where you have 20 options in front of you that you both get to determine now together. Okay. What are we doing this month? Hey, you put this on your list. That's a great, that's something that we want to get. Maybe you want to go to a theater show and maybe it's only going to be showing for two months. So you need to get that on the calendar or you're going to miss out on it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's during the holidays. There are certain things that a, a certain date that you want to do during that time period. You need to put it on the calendar. So it, it is one of those things where it, there's a couple of ways you can do it. Like Elisa was saying, you can switch them. Mm-hmm. In the past, there have been years in the past where we said your month, you know, January, February, March, April, those are your months to plan dates. May, June, July, those are my months to You can do it by quarter. You can do it odds and evens. However you split it up. Whatever way you want to do it. And then you switch those lists. Now, guys, you have your wife's list in your hand. When it is your month and months to plan a date, wow, you have nothing more to do than look at the list, go, she wants to go do a cooking class together. Ask your buddies. Maybe you don't find it. Google cooking classes in your area. So Mine would be cooking classes, San Diego, find it, book it, take her to it. It's, it it's doesn't a get slam any easier. dunk and hopefully it leads to more afterwards. And, and it might not always, but you guys know, and, and we've experienced ourselves when we have those romantic moments together where Elisa's just like glowing, my goodness, we get home even after getting the kids to bed and all that stuff there's still that time where we're like, wow, that was a good night. Like that was fun. We had a blast and it's just like, yeah, all right, let's, let's keep move going. on. Let's keep it going. Even if it is a bonus night on a Saturday, let's make that happen. So we're going to share some, some of these with you just to, to jog your guys's memories. Um, but don't limit it to what we have on our list by any means. Search. You you guys live in amazing areas and different areas that are spectacular to, to what you have. So put down what you want to do. So Elisa, why don't you start with one of yours? Uh, I was just going to ask you that question. I wanted to hear your list first. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can. I mean, the, the first one, I, I actually had paddleboarding in in Coronado, which I know would be a summer deal. Okay, so you know what's funny? I have two things about Coronado. Coronado is only like 40 minutes from where we it's are. It's not even 40. It's like... 30. Yeah. It's less, okay, uh, 30-ish. I actually had both bike ride. I would love to bike ride around Coronado again. Yeah. We did, we that, did that in... A couple years ago. Four or five years ago. Yeah, it's probably like our 17th and anniversary. I also... um, You know, they have the gondola rides? Yeah. I put the gondola rides in Coronado. Yeah, we've seen those many times and our friends have done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, those are great. Those are both great. Uh, another one I have is progressive dinner. Oh, that's we, fun. We've done this we've done this a couple of times when we're in Laguna Beach. I'd like for us to do it here in our own hometown. Okay. Uh, progressive dinners for you guys. It's really fun where typically works best if you're in an area where you can walk from one venue to the next. You can drive. It's cool. But the way it works out is that you go somewhere, you have an appetizer, you walk around, enjoy the sights, find the next place, have dinner. 
walk around, enjoy. And then lastly, it's either maybe you hit a, an ice cream place, a dessert place. You might go to a local coffee shop, Starbucks, whatever it may be, but it's progressive. So instead of just going to one place, sitting down for the whole meal, you're sort of up and moving, trying different foods, different flavors. Um, and I, I do enjoy those. That's awesome. I have, um, and we see this a lot over where we are in San Diego. I want to do a hot air balloon ride, which you, you guys may or may uh, not. Tony's hands are already sweating. Yeah. Tony doesn't do heights. But hey, got to we got to break free. Break free. <laughs> but break free. Try new things. I'm. He's I, I would sweating, love to guys. Do it. He's turning red yeah, right now. <laughs> you know. But those are one of those memory moments. Yeah. I would. I'd do it in a heartbeat. It, especially you know in the warmer months. Yeah, it's gotta be. Warm. You know when we're not going to be freezing up there. Mm-hmm. I have a a pick. This is to me. This is would be a a a cost free. Mm-hmm. You know, a picnic at Sunset Beach. Okay. It's a great area. Um, I think we'd have to do it more springish. Don't let summer hit because then Sunset Beach is crazy. But more of a picnic style. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go eat and then just sit there, but just go out there and just have a nice picnic. Nice. What else? Well, the pedicure thing came up again. On yours? Yeah, Yeah. because we haven't, you know, like just do pedicure, you know, like coffee and pedicures, like go grab a coffee and then just sit there because it's just that kind of like fun, relaxing, do something different. And, you know, like I go and do pedicures with my girlfriends and it's not like this is like a girlfriend moment, but it's just like, let's just go and pamper ourselves. Yeah. I like it. All right. I'm going to just read the rest of mine. We're getting a little short on time. So I'm going to just read mine. You can read yours just so we can give these guys some more ideas. Friend of ours just went to a show called Baz star cross love. This is in Las Vegas. Um, so this is going to require a little more planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, but it looks amazing. So again, like we were talking about, you know, some of these you're going to have to plan for stargazing during the summer USC football game. I'd love to do a best of coffee shops here in San Diego. Oh, uh, a hike to Kitchen Creek Falls on the Pacific Crest Trail, which I hiked. I threw hiked that in 2000. So just bring back some old memories of back in the day. I'd love for us to just explore San Francisco in a day. Hop a plane, Southwest, jump in there early, just go crazy all day, and then just fly back home. And then it's something we've talked about for years as well, Catalina Express. Oh, Yeah. I've, I've lived in California pretty much all my life and have never gone to Catalina. And I haven't lived there all my life, but I've never been to Catalina. <laughs> I've only lived here for like 20 years. So those are, those are some of mine, hopefully to jog your guys' memories. You know, I put weekend getaways. I mean, we're, you know, short flights, relatively speaking, to Portland, to Seattle. You know, we've driven to Santa Barbara before and, and you know, just like a long weekend. Um, and Tony's actually, I'm going to go on to just a couple other things because I want to just make sure you guys have got some other ideas on just what to do to really foster the recreational intimacy. Um, maybe we'll include these in some, in the show notes, just some of okay. our ideas. But one of the things that I've really kind of um, honed in on this year, and I think it's a way to really foster the recreational intimacy is for the two of you to start a memory journal, right? Sometimes in the busyness of life, we forget what we do for each other. <laughs> we forget like Tony brought me flowers the other day and you know, he cleaned up the kitchen and he's like, Hey, would you go? And I'd come home and he's like, Hey, would you go check something in the kitchen? And I walk in the kitchen. There are these, you know, beautiful bouquet of flowers. And you know, it dawned on me. I'm like, I need to keep a log of this. Right. And so just, you know, I don't care if you guys go pick up a, you know, like a little steno notebook at, you know, Walmart or Target or CVS or wherever, or you actually buy a journal off of Amazon. There's some great ones there where you just like write down, you know, January 15th, he brought me flowers. January 12th, she put a card on my desk, whatever it is, but to start looking at how you're doing it. And then it actually, what it does is it fosters the desire 
to have those moments of intimacy recorded, which means you have to do them in order for them to be recorded, right? You have to find ways to increase the intimacy. So as you're, as you're looking at this year, as you're planning these dates, as you're saying, you know, we're not going to play the, what do you want to do game Mm-mm. sitting in no. our driveway. I mean, Tony and I are looking at the fact that we've got a date night coming up and I'm already like, okay, well we kind of already know what we're going to do. Why? Because we've been having this conversation. Is it coming off the top 10 list? Not this date. But that's not to say it won't, the future ones won't, that we'll have a sprinkling of both. Well, the one in Vegas, I mean, we're, I've oh, yeah. already put that into action, how to, you know, get a hold of my parents. Hey, can you watch the kids? And that's just going to be a quick, like, up, watch the show, come back the next day. It's, it, boom. But make it, it happen. It, it's taking, that's going to be about a month out. And yet we got to take those steps now to make it happen. As you guys know, you, you, hey, for those of you who are empty nesters and you can just jam out, praise God, man. I, we're, we're counting down the days. We're seven years away from that. Yep, we're, we're, we're counting down the days. But for those of you who have kids in the house and activities and, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to work through this and we get it. We get it. And it's the most important thing that we want you guys to take away from the show this week is that your recreational intimacy matters. How you spend time together matters. Just living a life where he's doing his thing and she's doing her thing. uh, You can only sustain that for so long. You need to be doing things together, Mm -hmm. right? And while it may have been easy to have that list and know what you want to do when you were dating and then life got in the way and you're like, well, what do we do? I don't know what the, what's the, I don't even know what we should do anymore. Start with doing your top 10 list. Start with saying, okay, what's our plan going to be? Are we doing one date a month this year? Perfect. Let's get January, February, March on the calendar. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And then decide how you're going to divide this up. Why? Because as you guys know, from probably each and every one extraordinary marriage show we've done, intentionality is what makes your marriage extraordinary. Yeah. So take action this week. We love you guys. We'd love to hear what you're going to do this year. What dates are you going to put on your calendar to take your marriage to the next level? So Write us, hit us up at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Share it with us. We'd love to include it in as a hug for next week. Just some of the ideas and dates that you guys are going to do over this next year to make your marriage extraordinary and take it to the next level. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we will catch you next week.